Hello and best to you from Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. My name is Joe Horsmeyer, and uh, I just wanted to check in with y'all. I uh, just wanted to let you know that the episode that you're about to listen to uh, with the one and only Luke Johnson, uh, this was recorded back in July 25th, 2019. This bad boy is an oldie. Uh, this is from all the way back when we were uh, recording on the regular, um, but uh, it's the one and only that that was left um, from from them, and uh, and of course we had to get it out to everybody. So um, we really hope you enjoy this um, this uh, blast from the past. But uh, we're really excited about it. And we're really excited to be back on air. So um, without any further ado, we'll let uh, Luke Johnson tell his story, and uh, we hope to see you guys again on the next episode. You're listening to a podcast made the Johnsonville way. Jeff. Hey, Joe. Hey, Luke. Hey, Joe. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. We're going to ignore Jeff the whole entire podcast. All right. Great. That yeah. would be no, that'd be cool. You need to stop talking. <laughs> and I didn't really want to talk. This is <laughs> why anyone gave you a microphone. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, That's a terrible I'm way so to start glad a podcast. You, we brought you back into the group here, Joe. Yeah, thanks, buddy. <laughs> it's really good to be back. It really is very good to be back. It's, I wish I could say it was good to have you back. <sighs> However, uh, the animosity here is is quite tense. That's a big word for you. <laughs> I, Krista wrote it down for me. Uh, thank you, Krista, <laughs> who is sitting in the corner <laughs> crying. <laughs> she was supposed to do something, but she's not doing anything at all but yelling at us. Oh, uh, yeah. But Luke, it, Luke's, Luke, Luke Johnson is here. Third time's a charm. <laughs> Luke Johnson's here, and he's our guest today on Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. Luke, first off, how are you? I am just beaming with happiness today it's <laughs> it's a good day it's a good day the I mean, sun is shining it's a beautiful day outside this it week has nice. been incredible it so hasn't been hot it's great do you have you ever watched the movie or seen the show play musical oklahoma okay not like a good production of it it was like a high school production okay but you have seen <laughs> yes, it yes i've seen it and you like know that the beginning oh, song yeah. was like oh what a beautiful morning yeah. you yeah. look like the kind of guy who would jump out of bed and be like, oh, what a beautiful morning. And then it's like swiftly dance around with nature like, <laughs> as I get ready Well, for the I was day. thinking more yeah. so like, you know, jumping on your steed yes. and riding into work. Yes, so I think absolutely. that's you jumping out of bed and doing that. Doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I work third shift now, oh, man. Okay. <laughs> There's no jumping out of bed. It's like a weird drag. It's so weird working third shift. I've been there. Yeah. It is weird. It takes it a long time to get used to it. Oh, thanks. I thought it was just me a week. No. Oh I'm God, doing no. terrible. Oh, yeah. Are yeah. we talking like months here? Or? Yeah. What are we talking? I, three years, I think, and I still what? wasn't ready for it. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. No, I think I think it took like a good, I don't know, I would say like a year because Sundays just kill you every yeah, Sunday yeah. night. Yeah. I can totally see that. Because you're up all day. So I've had, work. I'm working on week two right now, mm-hmm. and I I don't even know who I am. I look <laughs> at myself in the mirror. I'm like, who's that guy? Hi. You grew a beard. <laughs> When did that happen? We're not here to talk about me or my beard. We're here to talk to Luke. No, no. Luke, what, <laughs> what do know. you do here at Johnsonville? 
All right, so I'm just gonna start. I'm gonna tell this storybook style. So I'm gonna say what I used to do, <laughs> okay. and then we're gonna kind of like get into take us, on a, a story take us on a journey. I do it's have a, a journey. I'll take you on my Johnsonville journey. So let's throw it back to 2015. We're throwing it way back. So I was a mere recent <laughs> high school graduate from Plymouth High School, and I was looking to make you know some good summer bucks. So what I decided to do was apply to staff management. Uh, here at Johnsonville. Now this is a new part of this yeah, story. I, I, I never yes. heard this part. Of this so I'm so glad you're doing like this. This is like the prequel story. to the uh, to, to the, the Johnsonville film. saga. Yep. So what happened was I uh, I applied, got hired, and I packed sausage on the impingement line in Meadowside for a summer. Mm, did you really? Under Kim Westfall. She's a great team leader. It was Good. an awesome time. I really enjoyed my time there. It was like I mean obviously like I'm not in the factory anymore, so didn't want to do that for my whole for my whole career but I did not mind it at all I thought I was it was fine the people were awesome and then I was like okay this seems like a pretty cool place to work so then I just kind of went along my my business started school at Marquette and then sometime during my spring semester Leah Glob reached out to me saying that they wanted to hire a member services intern to do recruiting for um Sorry, as he's he's talking, I'm like raising my phone up. He's like, I'm doing this really cool like Instagram live feed right now. Yeah. So what he did was, uh, what she did was, she said we're kind of wanting to do an internship for some recruiting kind of stuff for factory positions. Obviously, like you're a business student, um, and uh, you have some experience in the factory. Like, would you like to maybe try it out? And I said yes, absolutely, because otherwise I was just gonna pack sausage again. So I did that, and I really enjoyed, you know, my time at Johnsonville again. So then I was like, okay, maybe I'll come back again for another summer. And then I came back the next summer again in operations here at Countryside, and it was fabulous. Got that was a with fun all summer, of you guys. That was a fun <laughs> it was, summer. It was man. a good time. And uh, yeah, so I did a whole bunch of different stuff, uh, coached by Jamie Diener and Joe Oberbrocklin, nice. and did like some CI stuff, and really enjoyed that again. And then finally, I was like, okay, maybe I should try a different company for. A summer just to make sure that I really like you know just to see what else is out there so then I went and I unfortunately made not a mistake but <laughs> I I went somewhere else and I kind of de- betrayed my Johnsonville family for a summer and I went to Baird great place to work nothing against Baird but then I decided it, I didn't want to work there so I came back here again and now I find myself as a consumer insights analyst on the SINA team and I really like it a lot so far, and it's super interesting. It's a marketing job, which is kind of like always where I've wanted to work. So I'm kind of like living my my dream job right now. Living so your best life. Yeah, for sure. Wow. It's awesome. I love it a lot. I was literally just going to say, because you had a lot of very enjoyable moments. Yes. What was your most enjoyable moment? Was there one that like sticks out where you're like, ah, <laughs> Johnsonville? <laughs> um, I would probably say... One that you would say, hmm. like, what made you think that Johnsonville was a great company that you wanted to work for? Like, I think that Johnsonville really puts its money where its mouth is when it comes to the culture side of things, like the Johnsonville way. Um, and like, you know, you'll get people out there who are gonna be like, "Oh, Johnsonville way isn't real," like, you know, like, but like the thing is, like, you kind of have to seek it out, and it it's like, ask and you shall receive. You know what I mean? So if you like make an effort to like, you know, improve yourself or, you know take advantage of like the Johnsonville way it's really easy to do um so like I guess just seeing that kind of culture piece of it and like seeing it actually be put into practice rather than just having like a great mission statement on paper where like nobody actually lives by it I feel like Johnsonville culture as a general um in general uh, really does actually live up to the hype 
So, Luke, we know you're S-I-N-A, right? Is that how you say it? Yeah, S-I-N-A. S-I-N-A. Yep. Okay, and we know your storied career. Yeah. Which, by the way, I want to thank you for um, throwing some culture at uh, at the old countryside here oh, with your crazy shirt Fridays. Yes, that was something that I found to be integral to my success here at Countryside, <laughs> making a difference, um, <laughs> you know, just, you know, making every little day better that you know any way i could so yeah no that was, that was no good. Th- but that was only one day it was only fridays yeah so but then like the I rest of the week was just like oh gosh yeah <laughs> the rest of the week luke has nothing for us right yeah now. exactly i was like, just <laughs> useless the rest of the time <laughs> <laughs> not true everyone not out. true <laughs> out. yeah um but anyways i just wanted to throw that out there because it was very nice and then when you left it turned into packer friday yep um which you would not have enjoyed because you're I'm not. A, I'm a Vikings fan. I want to put that on the record. It was a moment of silence there for everyone. Okay, um, <laughs> so a part of me just died. Yeah, it? <laughs> it's okay. Uh, <laughs> J- Jamie Diener is also a Vikings fan, isn't he? No, no, no way. Are you being serious right now, <laughs> oh, dude? Gosh. He's gonna be like hunt you down. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow! I I had my, to add a little levity. <laughs> a little levity. Levity. Wow. Okay, so Luke, let's talk about what you do when you're not at Johnsonville. Sure. You live in the big old town of Milwaukee. I do. The good land. Yes, the good land. Mm -hmm. What do you do there? Things? I do (laughs) so much, so many activities. Like, (laughs) there's so much room for activities down there. Um, (laughs) No, so. Well done. In in actuality, what I do down there, like, it kind of depends on the day. It depends on the time of the year. So summertime in Milwaukee is awesome. There's always something going around. Going on. Can you Lana Del Rey? (laughs) (laughs) Can you Lana Del Rey that? What's that? I got that summertime, summertime. No, carry on. Anyways, I don't know. Oh, oh, oh! oh. That went right over. Someone may get that. Okay. I'm. I'm hoping. Thanks, Krista. (laughs) Krista got it. it. The only person not on a mic is over here. Like, I know it. Um, Sorry, (laughs) I'm not gonna bogart anymore. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna move the mic away. (laughs) No problem. No problem at all. So like. There's always something going on down there, so especially in the summertime. For example, the other day, me and my roommate went fishing. We do a lot of fishing down there. We go to, like, the harbor, the Milwaukee River, um, stuff like that. You know, just fish around a little bit. <laughs> so I had to wheel the mic yeah. back because, like, fishing, you also have a spot a bit north of Milwaukee. Yes. Um, in the Holy Land. Yes, sir. Right? And... You fish primarily for, like, you know, the inland fish, walleye, mm-hmm. and yep. crappie and all that. Yep. What on earth are you fishing for in, in the harbors? Actually, the same stuff. So, what? the harbors, there's, like, bass, walleye, perch, huh. all that stuff. We Like, I'm, I think you can catch, like, trout in there, but I'm not a, not a salmon or trout angler by any means. So, okay. if I hooked into one, I would have no clue what to do. <laughs> I would You'd probably catch it. I'd hope I'd, I'd, like, hopefully I'd get it in, but once I got it in, I'd be like, what do I do with it now? <laughs> do I keep it? Look know. me up, man. I got like a whole cookbook <laughs> on that kind of stuff. Right, so okay. it's going to be great. I mean, like I like to eat salmon, but like the only time mm. I've ever caught them is on like a charter. Okay. So yeah. I like to charter fish. I don't go very often, but that's also another hobby. It's just so expensive. But anyways, <laughs> so Milwaukee, <laughs> what are we doing on there? So no, the other day we were, we were fishing by the harbor and I don't know what was going on. 
but there was Taco Fest happening. So I do know what was going on <laughs> at the Summer <laughs> Fest grounds. But what was happening at Taco Fest is beyond me. It was crazy. There was like a bunch of like it was like a thunderous like boom like after boom and like there would be like a boom and everybody would be like ah! and then it would be like another boom a little louder and everybody would start cheering again it was like another louder boom did you also cheer no we were like what is going on they over at there taco fest we were just across from taco yeah. fest we were near taco fest i kind of wish we went like well, we yeah, probably I mean, it's had the a best celebration of, of all lives. things tacos <laughs> exactly <laughs> a lot of fans of tacos yes taco fest i'm kind of i think i might have to check it out next year yeah, I'm surprised you didn't walk over there after you were. Well, we like, had all our fishing fish. gear, and we would have oh. looked like a bunch of weirdos. You know, I don't know, man. Go get some fish tacos. You could. All right, so Taco Fest had large explosions. The largest <laughs> explosions you could ever imagine <laughs> happen within the walls of Taco Fest. There are actually walls there? No, it's just Summerfest. The gates. Oh, oh, so it's at Summerfest. It was at the Summerfest grounds. Where are the harbors, or like the harbor, not harbors. Yeah. I'm thinking of docks or locks. Uh... In, like, correlation to the Summerfest ground. So, like, literally, like, Summerfest. So, if you go there, there's, like, that little, um, like, that little bay thing where, like, that, yeah. like, the golf shot. Sure. Like, it's that. That's where we fish. Like, that whole oh. thing, it runs, like, all the way down by, the, like, the amphitheater. And then okay. it goes all the way kind of, like, there's another couple separate areas down by, like, the art museum and Discovery World or whatever's down there. See, I'm so uncultured, yeah. if that's a thing, <laughs> that true, I have true. never seen that area not as Summerfest. Yeah, and, like. To be fair, I really hadn't either until this summer when we started checking it out. You don't have um, to make me feel better. No, seriously, okay. I never did. Like, we didn't go down there that much. Like, right. you don't go to that part of Milwaukee unless, like, you're going to, like, the art museum, which I don't go to a lot. I just don't go there a lot. And mm. I know it's, like, a big, big attraction. It's, it's on every poster oh of my gosh. Milwaukee. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like that and Miller Park. Yep. But then, anyways, besides that, so, I mean, like, besides that in Summerfest, you know, you just don't go down there a lot. If I go to the lake, I go to, like, Bradford Beach or okay. Lakeside Park, which is a little bit further north of all that. So, mm-hmm. that's usually How long have you been in Milwaukee? Since freshman year of college. So, this is, like, going to be my fifth year. Mm. I suppose a lot of your college friends, though, st- stuck around in the area in Milwaukee? Actually, so, funny enough, so, not a lot of my friends graduated college yet, so, most of my roommates are engineers, so, what they do is they do a two co-op terms, so, they... So, you say funny enough, are you, like, making fun of them because they're yes. not graduating yet? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they're just taking a victory lap, so, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> that fifth year, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they're Super all... senior. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, anyway, it's like, they're all still going to school for another year, so, they'll all be there. <laughs> Suckers. So, exactly, and then I'm like, haha, I'm done. Yeah, Let yeah. me go. Mm-hmm. So, then, um, I'll, like, live away from them but like i'll still see them because like the thing is like i don't want to be like not bad not in a bad way like but i can't be like living with a bunch of college guys when i'm not in college you know what i mean that just like doesn't different lifestyle yeah no exactly and like you know like i think there have been a handful of like movies (laughs) based off of that very thing exactly Mm -hmm. and i'm just not trying to live that life so i'm just He's trying to live his best, best life. I'm trying to live my best life. Yeah. yeah. As a young, a young professional. Working at Johnsonville. <laughs> Luke, are there any other festivals that you go on to? So you didn't go to Taco Fest, but what about other ones? So I like to go to Summerfest, obviously. Like mm-hmm. ev- that's everybody's highlight. Um did you go this year? Yes, yes I, I did. I went how many days did I go? Who did I wow. see? Um so you last okay, let's go back so to last year. Ago. Okay, <laughs> last year was insane. I went to so many concerts. I think I went to Summerfest like Nine, d- nine days. Wow. wow. And like every day I would wake up and be like, I'm not going again tonight. And then all of a sudden, next <laughs> thing I knew, I'd be getting dragged out the door Woo! and then be like, there we are at Summerfest. I saw like Kesha. 
horrible concert. I was going to say, how was that? Go out and publicly announce that I do not approve. (laughs) This is a public service announcement. Do not see Kesha. Do not let anybody you love see Kesha. The next morning, (laughs) did you wake up feeling like P. Diddy? (laughs) No. I was like, that was the worst. I actually left and went and saw Gavin DeGraw instead. Great concert. Wow. Yeah, so you left mid concert. And went and saw Gavin DeGraw play all of his hits. It was great. That's cool. Um, so then um besides that, last year I saw All American Rejects. <laughs> really? <laughs> How yeah. was that? It was good. It was really good. Um they literally like it was really funny because they're like, Everybody ready to be thrown back to two thousand and eight? And I was like, Yeah. But <laughs> it's like, really I funny because they, they literally <laughs> haven't released an album since two thousand and eight. So like they just like realize that they're just like a nostalgia yeah. band. That's like, actually kinda cool. Yeah. And they uh, sounded really good. Um besides that, I can't remember who I all saw last year. I don't know why. It was just oh, a blur. I saw a bunch of country artists like Billy Currington, mm. uh Kip Moore couple others um this year i actually went to two paid concerts i saw jason aldean and zach brown band zach brown band is my favorite country artist of all time is he really country though yeah definitely i don't know <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I disagree like, like his new stuff or his he's old stuff much better than country okay yes he's his own genre that's what i'm saying like yeah, okay. he's not no i wouldn't say like he's <laughs> by default in the country category but i know yeah, only because he's got a little bit of a twang but yeah he he uh he outperforms. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Overperform. Well, the thing was, so I saw him at Summerfest two years, two summers ago, so in 2017. And i not, like, saying I didn't enjoy my time this year, but I thought that that year was a lot better. Um, this year, they played a lot of covers. Their violin player rapped a couple songs. It's kind of weird. Um, pretty interesting. Um, <laughs> covered some Beastie rap Boys. rap and country, like... A thing now? Kind of. I mean, like, you have, what's that song? Old Town Road. Uh, Old Town Road. Road. That's the one. I know. Don't even bring it up. Moment of silence. It's overplayed. I, I don't remember. Chris is I asking <laughs> what Beastie Boys song. I'll, I'll have to look up the set list and I could tell you. Um, and then they finished. Uh, like, okay. The one thing, the thing that really, like, upset me about that concert was that they, uh, they finished on five straight covers. Really? And they skipped out on some of their big songs, which I get. So, like, he just got divorced from his wife. So, some of their <gasps> hit songs are, like, based I was on unaware his wife. Of this. So, like, I think that that was part of the reason he didn't play some of his yeah, hit I mean, songs. Yeah, that would make sense. Totally. But then, like, they just, like, finished way too far away from their material. But oh. whatever. I mean, like, I still enjoyed it. They still sounded I'm awesome. I'm assuming it sounded good, though. Oh, yeah. Did they do Devil Went Down to Georgia? They did. Uh, oh, it's always a staple. <laughs> of course, yes. I saw them. They opened for Dave Matthews, like, okay. five years ago. Yeah. And it was... Nuts. Yeah. I don't watch openers, but that one I was like, I gotta see these guys. I've heard they're good, and then boom, yeah, that happened. Yeah. So, so I mean, like, yeah, they're easily my favorite band to see live. They're so fun. They sound so good. Um, but then besides Summerfest, um, I go to Jazz in the Park. It's every Thursday night in the nice. summer. So I'm actually going tonight. It's country themed this week, so it'll be fun. really fun. <laughs> it's um, you and your country. And where is that down at? It's just in. Oh, what uh, cathedral Square, that's it. Krista, yep. Krista with the assist. Yeah, yeah. So it's in Cathedral Square. It's a really Krista's fun like, time. like, I've been there. <laughs> it's a place <laughs> that I go. Her contribution. To the, the beauty podcast, of going you. there for that though is like, so most places you have to like buy food and drinks there. Like okay. there, you can just like bring a cooler and like oh, make yeah, like yeah. a little picnic almost. So you just like kind of go hang out, listen to some music, talk. Mm-hmm. It's like not. It's really casual. Or like if you you know they have like street vendors and like food and trucks. So if you're hungry, you can go. Get something to eat. It's just like really relaxed, laid back, and it's like always really nice on nights like, you know, tonight's gonna be a good night. It's gonna be like yeah, eighty yeah. degrees and sunny. That's awesome. Um, so we do that, and then besides that, oh, uh, Bastille Days is like this French festival. It's mm. kind of fun. Isn't that going on right now? Uh, I think it or just ended oh, okay, last just week. Um, yeah. So I actually didn't go this year, but I went last year in the summer before. It's a good time. No, I'm 
I'm curious. Are all the festivals at the Summerfest grounds? So these are at, both there at Cathedral Square Park, uh, Bastille Days, and Jazz in the Park. But s- like, so like Italian Fest, German Fest, like Irish Fest are all usually at Summerfest. Okay. I'm trying to think if there's any. Oh, yep. Yep. And Krista, then again, is acting like she has a mic in her face. <laughs> 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 then there's another really fun one called Milwaukee. It's, like, on the streets of Milwaukee, like, d- by, like, the just Grand randomly Avenue Mall. They just, like, block off, like, a couple blocks. And just, like, all like almost a flash mob style. Like, kinda. we're going to take over the street now. Well, no, they have the definitely cops not. block it off. Definitely <laughs> <not>. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> legal, but, like, we, just, we can walk there from where <laughs> <Riot>. we live. <laughs> it's a good time. More just food and... I think I was down there for like German days or something like that, German fest, and they blocked off a couple streets and mm-hmm. they had like um, you could walk around with beers, which was cool. Yeah, yeah, and like so actually now there's like so many new breweries opening opening up down there. So like, MKE Brewing, Milwaukee Brewing Company just opened a new place right by where I live, which mm-hmm. is like the big beautiful like restaurant slash brewery. Honestly, if you're ever down there, you should check it out. It's uh, pretty cool. Um, okay. if you like, you know, food and just like kind of hanging out. Otherwise, there's like lakefront down there, city lights, good city, mob craft. And I think the Lone Pfizer Wolf. Forum has brought a lot of that to the area. Yeah, right? so because we went for a game, and yeah. they've got like three or four breweries right in the area, and we just parked and w- went to the game, and then walked around to all the breweries afterwards. Well, it's really cool because that whole area. So Pfizer Forum kind of started like this, like catalyst. It was like the catalyst for like this new like resurgence. Yeah, yeah. that area. It's super nice. So what do they call that area again? It's like the um, they've got a certain name. No, not the third ward. It's like that new area that they created. It's no, it's definitely not the third ward. Yeah, third ward's south of there. Wait. Yeah, so I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, something village. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't yeah. think it's it's not Bucks Village. That's no, too cliche. I can't think of what it's called right now. I don't know why. Like, yeah, I'm well. drawing such a blank. But anyway, so there's the antler spot. There's a bunch of uh, <laughs> there's a bunch of different like restaurants there, and they actually have this really cool little. It's not. I'm not gonna call it a beer garden. It's like a. Covered and it has a bunch of benches and stuff, and they have this giant projector screen. So, like for example, when the Brewers were making their playoff run last year, um, we went down there and watched them play the Rockies and oh like nice. move on to the next on to the NLCS, and you know it was packed. It was oh, so much was fun. It it's just a, nuts. It's a giant like movie screen size projector where you can like go watch and you know have food and drinks and just hang out. Super mm-hmm. super fun down there. Wow. It's called the Deer District. The Deer, Deer District. District. That's it. Not so village. we were half right. I knew it. Uh, the village thing I was, was just super wrong. You to Google it. Thank God for Google. <laughs> <laughs> so, Luke, I'm finding that you basically, your life is a celebration of all things Milwaukee. <laughs> not necessarily. Really? So, I mean, like, I yeah, I mean, I, I love Milwaukee. I'm not going to lie. I'm not even going to try to deny it. Are you going <laughs> to? It's okay, man. You don't have to <laughs> no, okay. justify yourself. Um, are you thinking you'll stay there for quite a while? See, so I, oh as boy. you guys know, I'm like a huge outdoorsman. So I really like I to fish. I did know that. I really like to get my, my nature on. <laughs> I like to uh, do that kind of stuff. So, I mean, the How thing is. How neat is that? How neat is that? It's pretty neat. It's an Aspen because the way it is. That is it. <laughs> so, uh, where were we? <laughs> oh, no. You're, so, you're, yeah, you're into nature. <laughs> so, I'm into nature, like, hardcore. So, um, probably just stay down there while I'm young. And, you know, just kind of enjoy the city life for a little while. And then besides that, then I'll probably move back up north some he- somewhere around here. If I, s- like, I don't really have a plan. I'm just going to kind of go with the, f- yeah, go hey, with the flow. Um, you're 22. Cool. You, yeah, you don't exactly. need a plan. Exactly. So, um, uh, but then. But you do need a five-year plan. I do need a no, five-year plan. Five <laughs> no, you need to do that. And within five years, I most likely will not be living in downtown Milwaukee anymore. Wow. I would Bold statement. You've heard it here out. first, folks. 
Don't hold me to that. <laughs> but I mean, that's surprise. It's like, hold on. Nothing <laughs> yeah. wrong with that. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll probably move a little bit further out and then, you know, kind of get back into my hobbies of, like, you know, hunting and fishing. Well, I mean, I still fish all the time. but Yeah, yeah. So off yeah. mic, or maybe we've touched on it a little bit, but I want to talk to you more about hunting. Sure. In general. I just started last year. Okay. And it changed my life. It's awesome. <laughs> Straight up. Don't roll your eyes, you two. New, I'm just saying. Words. It literally like my wife doesn't like me anymore because she never liked you. <laughs> calm down jeff but it's because i just all i do is watch well it's mostly like meat eater and like yeah, steve yeah. Rinella type stuff yeah. because i am a millennial and i'm not into the traditional just shoot something and go um <laughs> you know but it's it's absolutely that whole culture is nuts when did you get started hunting was it like the traditional twelve years old? Or? No, no, way before that. So my, oh, how young were you? Been so killing things I'm gonna give you like. Walking. So my grandparents live in South Dakota. Some of like the best, like pheasant hunting, oh really good God. deer hunting. So that's where they live. So like I grew up like when I was like once I was like, like old enough that like I could walk through a field, knock you over, and like keep up. I was like so this is literally what would happen. It would be my dad, my uncle, and my grandpa would all. Have Who's your dad again? Steve Johnson. Okay, got it. Just checking. Um, so we would all be they would all like they'd be on the ends and in the middle and then they'd have all the grandkids like walking through the field with the dogs working and then like it was like we were like they loved it cuz like we covered every little inch of of ground. So, yeah, so we I started off pheasant hunting when I was little and I started to like it and then I would like go sit in the stand with my grandpa and my dad and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, go deer hunting with them. And then yeah. once I turned 12, I finally was able to pick up the gun and start shooting a little bit mm-hmm. it took me a long time to actually shoot a deer i didn't shoot a deer till i was like 15 you know, i hear that a lot like last year i had a, a like a literally like a yearling doe mm-hmm. but i it was only because i'm sitting here like i need to get the first something one. you know yeah. i need to get something under my belt but everyone i've talked to since then is like you even had that mm-hmm. you know it oh, yeah. took me years to get anything oh, yeah and I saw deer almost every single day. Well, see, it's funny because also, like, so Wisconsin's so different than hunting in South Dakota, where South Dakota, there's not that many hunters, where I think Wisconsin, they say, makes up, like, the deer hunting population makes up, like, the 10th largest army in the world or I something. I think it's third, actually. <laughs> well, there we go. On opening day. Yeah, it's, like, it's insane. nuts. Yeah. So, it's, like, you, the chances of, like, you seeing a deer that hasn't been shot at already is just <laughs> so slim. <laughs> and it's just not that good. So, that's Very probably true. why. Uh, especially around here, you hear it's kind of tough to hunt, but uh, out there, there's so many deer, and yeah. uh, they shoot some giant bucks out there. Right. My my grandpa actually has like a top ten South Dakota buck. Oh wow! Um, Boone and Crockett and everything. Yeah, Boone Crockett. Nice. I think it scored like 184 and a half or something like that. Jeez. My uncle shot one this year that was 178. Before, in Wisconsin? No, in mm. South Dakota with okay. a bow. Uh, nice. Before deductions, after deductions, it was like a half point short of Boone Crockett. So. He's kind of disappointed. I still don't know all this stuff, but yeah. I've heard people talk Way about it, head. and I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. So Boone and Crockett is yeah. like, no, Boone you know Crockett, you shot a big buck. Yeah. If you, like My brother-in-law is in the book or whatever. Like most people, like when they say they shot a giant buck, it'll probably be like a decent-sized Pope and Young, which is below Boone and Crockett. But sure. like, you, like a true monster buck is 
spoon crack it. Yeah. Over 175, I believe it is. How and far out are you from and getting How it? does the measurements work? My So, so it it's like you spread. It's like spread. You measure like the base and like you pretty much it's a bunch of different measurements. It would be way too complicated. To walk so you to through. clarify, the antlers of the animal. Yep, the antlers. What's being measured. Yep. So and then um, the deductions are the asymmetries from each side. So like if one side is like wider or like more like an inch wider than it's an inch deduction overall stuff like that so my biggest buck i've only shot one buck actually okay and i think it scored somewhere in like the one upper 140s so not that big but still nice buck yeah i mean well what what was a pointer wise what was it nine i'm not dude i'd i'd be really happy with that yeah personally no no, i was super amped i was yeah amped (laughs) amped what was the moment after you you like you know everything's done what were you shaking or? it's like that adrenaline rush you get for some reason uh-huh. i don't know why you get it you know it's just like you didn't really do anything i was shaking of- after killing that baby doe i just remember like <laughs> it all happened so fast like all of a sudden it's looked crazy. over there he was standing there and i was like oh gosh <laughs> like, then it happened I, th- I think when you're sitting out there in your head you're like this is what's gonna happen and oh, all yeah. and then as soon as you see it Everything goes out the window, and you're just flight well, or fight. Well, and not only that, but you sit down. You know, you're all excited, and you sit down, and you're like, this is what's going to happen. And then hours <laughs> go by. Yeah, you literally and have. And you're like, I have to pee, uh, you know, or or whatever. You're thinking about everything but the hunt then, and then it's, it happens. And you're like, Whoa! Well, you, you know? have like you have days to like plan it out in your head. I got lucky. I, like, got it like the first day I was out there. One and, and done, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Wow. I just didn't like it. It was not. My, it's not my thing. That's okay. I was too. I w- was. I was too young to en- to appreciate and enjoy it. Mm. I think I might now, but um, yeah. But See, like for me, it's not even like I don't have to go out there and kill anything to have a good time. It's oh just yeah. Like the like, it's just like nostalgic and like you know, it's just like a part of you know, like just like an. It's like something to look forward to every year. Mm-hmm. Um, I like some people don't like going out there and like freezing their butt off in a tree. I love it. I don't really care if I get cold. It is something being out there with nature in that yep. aspect, like yep. where you're literally just quiet and mm-hmm. listening to the world around you. It's oh, yeah. so cool. Yeah, it's super so. cool. Yeah. But you go with a group of guys though. Yeah, so we go, uh, me and my dad, and then our family friends go on their grandparents' land over by Cascade. Actually, we can't go there anymore because a little old tornado rolled through the woods and knocked oh, really? all the trees down. All Johnsonville members, if you have any hunting land <laughs> or any <laughs> land that is able to be hunted, hit me up. <laughs> that is really a thing. I, you know, since I've been getting into it, it's um, you know, if we were out in the West, we wouldn't be having this conversation because of all the public land that, mm-hmm. that's out there. But here, everything's so chopped up and privately owned. It's like you need permission. Well, and then any public land is just so heavily oh, hunted. It's yeah. just like you hear stories of guys getting shot at. Yeah, well, yeah, it's ridiculous. I have a in high school had a wrestling coach who was like saying he was hunting on public land one time, and he was sitting in his tree stand. Then he heard a tr- like a shot from like a couple hundred yards away. Then all of a sudden, like he heard a bullet whizzing towards him and <gasps> hit the tree like yeah. five feet above his head. And then he just got down, left his tree stand there, and never went back and got it, and hasn't been deer hunting since. Wow. So I mean, like, there's like. I'm kind That's of terrible. If I'm gonna do, if I'm gonna go hunting, it needs to be safe. And I hunting public land just al- doesn't always seem that safe to me. Yeah. Um, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna go out there and get mm-hmm. injured for. A do you have any yeah. aspirations for like uh, big, bigger game like elk and moose yeah. and all? Yeah. So that? I definitely want to go elk hunting. Uh, my grandpa used to do that every year in Colorado, mm-hmm. and he shot some really nice elk and some mule deer and stuff. Um, I definitely want to do uh, like an Alaska trip. Maybe shoot a. Uh, a bear up there 
think that would be awesome. My uncle, the guy, so he's like a semi-pro bow hunter kind of. Really? He's like really hardcore. It's nuts. Anyway, so he uh, he went grizzly bear hunting with his bow. With his bow? Yeah, I'm like, why would you do that to yourself? Like, that's not going to kill the Did bear. Did he yeah. succeed? No, he didn't get anything. But he also, like, got, got home. He also got home, yes. Okay, and he's alive. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> part of the succeeding part. Yeah, so he, he I want to go all revenant in, here, you know. Met, like, he did not succeed in the killing the bear part, but he succeeded in, like, the limbs. Surviving? Like, the surviving, like, no limbs lost, uh, you know. He shot at a bear, but it was, like, they're really hard to get close to. Yeah. He shot a moose one time. With so, his bow. Yep. But actually, so crazy enough, so, like, this was, like, a big moose. Like, these things was are Was it tough. in Alaska or where? Yeah. Okay. So he shot it, and, like, it was a good shot, and then, like, the moose was still alive the next day and it was like still trying to breed other moose and it was like then like the guide saw it like a week later and like it wasn't even bleeding anymore i was like yeah that's i just got shot took an arrow no big deal well that's the thing about all these animals they all they do is survive yeah well i mean like their job they're like and they're tough. They just like go on with life. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, you know, make you feel Whereas, really like, we would see therapists and everything. They're <laughs> yeah, like, no, I need to breed and eat. <laughs> yep. I guess that's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. So, so I definitely want to do like a Canada, Alaska trip. Maybe go out west, hunt some elk. So that's kind of where I'm at. We should talk about that. Yes, we should. <laughs> All right. We'll off mic. We don't need to bore everyone with that. Yeah, right for now, sure. For sure. Cool. Jeff, it's up. It's your turn now. <laughs> I, yeah. I, uh, I asked the uh, festival questions. Um,. <laughs> So, got any uh, big uh, summer f- plans yet? Yeah, for the, the rest of summer. Summer's half done. Yep. It's a little so over. But over half done. It's so sad. Jeez, oh, thanks, guys. You know? Well, now that you're not in school, it really doesn't matter, right? Cause yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, that actually leads into another thing. What do you do in the wintertime? I Sorry, fish. Jeff. We didn't even finish the summer question, and you're jumping into winter right well, now. Well, you know. Live life. I can do like a twofer <gasps> here. I'll, like, I'll <laughs> swing through my. Uh, Forget I asked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, for the rest of the summer, <laughs> I actually have a couple things planned. Um. Actually, this weekend I'm gonna go to two Brewers games against the Cubs. Oh. Huge Brewers fan. I'll be there on Sunday. Uh, we'll be there on Sunday. I'll be there on Friday and yeah, Saturday. Cool. I'm with you. It right? could have been a We're thing. Right. Yeah, yeah we'll we'll with you. could have been an event. But um, no, um, <laughs> could have been. Should have, could have. So yeah, I'm gonna do that. And then in like mid-August, my family is going to go up north to like the Lac du Flambeau area. And do Very some nice area. Fishing, and uh, you don't seem so sure of yourself right there. <laughs> I like had to think of where we were going for a second. Um, yeah, so we're gonna go up there. It'll be fun. Um, my sisters, who don't live in Wisconsin anymore, will both be there. Nice. Well, that's that's nice. Awesome. Actually, one of my sisters lives in lives in Oregon, so that's kind of a cool place to go visit. Yeah, that's cool. And you should uh, do some hunting out there. I know. Sorry, I'm not gonna stop. Joe, you and I went to Portland once. Yeah, I think yeah. you've probably already told the stories about the mushrooms. Like <laughs> it's a it's a great story. Times. Yeah, yeah, it's really expensive mushrooms in Portland. Mm-hmm. That's alright. Carrying out on your steak, of course. But anyways, um, so uh, besides that, I'm gonna go to the to like Door County with my friends for a weekend. Hmm. I'm gonna go to Minnesota with my sister. She lives there, so I'm gonna go traveling man over. Go up to Duluth. Yeah, no, I've been doing too. That's what you're doing. I've been doing so much traveling this year. I was like in. I was actually in Italy earlier this summer, (laughs) and uh, that could have been part of the podcast. uh, (laughs) Yeah, I went to part one. So actually, I was in a bunch of countries. So I was in like Canada. England, Italy. Here's the deal. Belgium. Here's the deal. Hold on, hold on. Slow, <laughs> slow, 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 slow your roll. <laughs> Can you do the accent for every single place you are okay, listing off? Okay, so here, we're gonna start please. with Canada. Okay. Oh, how's it going? Yeah. Okay. That almost <laughs> sounds good. more. That sounds more Wisconsin. I like it. Okay. That, no, that, it works though. It's okay. just all the same. Pronounced. Then really England. Awesome. Okay, so we oh, were at Buckingham yes. Palace, and then all of a sudden, some guy walks up behind me, and I'm just gonna say his quote. He looked at the palace. He goes, "Oh, I quite like that." <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> 
man. Was it? He lives there. Is the first time he's ever seen it. Apparently, he goes, "Oh, I quite like that." And that's like at the rest of the trip. Like anytime I saw something I liked, I'd be like, oh, "I quite like that." <laughs> but only like as a Wisconsinite. Oh, I quite like that. <laughs> oh, I quite like that. Yes, exactly. Guy. Just like, yeah, it's like exactly. your mom went to England. Yeah, thanks, bud. And then um, uh, Italy. They all like. It's like actually funny. So they all have like different accents. Like the ones who speak really good English, it almost sounds more like a Hispanic accent. Okay. But then like the ones that like some of the restaurants would be like, "Do you want the meatball or do you want the?" <laughs> so it's real. It's like, like, yeah, it's no. It's like actually crazy. It's like some of them talk like this, like and they have like the like sound all the time. It's like crazy. This is very good. You're doing great. And then Sweden. It's yeah, almost, yeah, it's almost <laughs> kind of like I don't even know. No, not Sweden, Switzerland. Switzerland is oh, it's oh. almost kind of more. It's like I don't know how to do a Swiss. Was it like German. It's oh. almost kind of like a German, yeah. yeah. And then Brussels is like a like a French accent because they speak like a French. I think they speak French there, like and German. So I was unaware of that. And then Brussels. where else were we? I always think of Brussels sprouts whenever I hear Brussels. Yeah, that was Belgium, <laughs> and then I think that was it. Cultured yeah. individual, you so you look at me. I know. I'm I'm so cultured. I don't. So yeah. That was a fun trip. Good times. Saw a lot of just going to go. Uh, just kind of. I was like, well, I have a few weeks between graduation, and starting work. Like, when am I gonna be able yeah. to do this again? So yeah. I just kind of went, mm-hmm. went for it. Did you ride any mopeds? Did not ride any mopeds. Okay. I um, if you do, consult this young man across the table here. Does he have a moped? Uh, well, no, he just has a crash on a moped that a couple he, times. Yeah, you could probably avoid. Okay. If you it's on the, the Andrea Meyer podcast. Yeah, if you want to listen to Andrea Meyer podcast. I'm gonna have to check that out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Well, then. Anyways, so to transition into what I do in the winter time. So, believe it or not, we've been talking about fishing. We've been talking about hunting. Guess what I do in the winter time? Ice, ice fishing. Ice fishing. Yep. I know. Last winter, I contacted you on some uh, crappie action. Some crappie action. Did you catch any? <sighs> I did not. Uh, yeah. I'm not as good as an angler as you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well. Same. Well, not everybody can be. Don't scare me. <laughs> I'm not that great. Trust me. I just. I. I. I don't know. I'm kind of hit or miss. It is. So it's, where it's you, fishing. Where where do you, fishing. What do you What do you fish for, and where do you go? So we go out to Wolf. I fish a lot on Wolf Lake since we have our place out there. If it's really cold, what I do is I set out tip ups and watch them from the basement while I watch TV. <laughs> Great. Great setup. <laughs> Luxury not everybody has. Um, so I do that. Um, I fish a lot of crappies. Um, just kind of on lakes around here. So we go, like Crystal Lake, Elkhart Lake. You ever try with uh, Lake Winnebago? Like yes. To get, yep. Okay. So Lake Winnebago's can be tough. I mean, it can also be rewarding. Um, so, I mean, it's just kind of annoying because there's so many people out there all the time that you kind of yeah. have to fish around these giant cities of people where oh you want to yeah. fish, which yeah. is kind of irritating. But and, like, there'll be big holes in the ice. Yep, yep. And, like, yeah. you, there, you have, there's, like, a chance you might die. fall through and die. <laughs> yeah, so. Is it, uh, <laughs> Corey Roloff went in, took, put his truck in the river. Oh, my God. Yeah. Really? He told me about it. He's really big into that, that whatever that weekend is or whatever. Oh, like, walleye weekend or, mm. no. Uh, a cert- is it a yeah. And Surgeon Spearing, too. Yeah. Surgeon, so yeah, I kind of want to start Surgeon Spearing. I might try it That's this year. That's huge, man. I know. Yeah. I would, if I'm Only gonna, around he was, here. He of course, was talking about it, and I'm like, this is if exhilarating. If I am the yeah. true Wisconsinite, I will go Surgeon Spearing. Yeah. Roger Schwartz, who moves trailers yeah. Um, oh, yeah, here between Riverside and Countryside, he does it every year. Mm-hmm. And he just has awesome stories. Yeah. I mean, like, when you get them, like, it's like crazy like people start like throwing well, they're dinosaurs stuff. yeah exactly and they weigh like 100 pounds yeah. and they're like six feet long yeah they're not gonna be happy You're coming out cutting <laughs> holes in the ice doesn't with like the tournament have like a if you get the biggest one you get like a car or like oh a that's boat? A, that's battle on bego so battle on bego actually no so they randomly dispersed the prizes so that you couldn't like cheat and get the big prize i think that the first place prize last year got a yeti cooler and like 42nd got a 
Ford F one fifty or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So it's like, cause then you could never cheat your way to like make sure yeah. that you get forty second. It's just kind of yeah, you give mm-hmm. you got forty yeah. second, mm-hmm. and then you buy a ticket or whatever, and then you bring your. It, it was Corey was telling me about all this, and it, it yeah, sounds it's crazy. so complicated, and it's become way bigger than what I think they initially thought it yeah, was. Yeah, well, it's so. like thousands. I think it's like five thousand people entered or something. And crazy. it's only for like a day or two, right? Because once once they, weekend. once they get the limit, yeah. then they're done. Yep. And it's, so it might end a day and a half in or whatever. Oh yeah, first surge in spring because there's there's like a like a yeah, there's a limit. like a DNR a limit or something. Yeah, there's right? like a yeah. there's a quota kind sure. of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, it's pretty interesting stuff. And then sometimes we go up north too. Um, Kind of depends. I haven't been up north in the winter time for a few years, but yeah. so you sat down with us, uh, Jeff and I, on our personal podcast a while ago. How many? We talked about this. How many fishing poles do you own? That's right. Yeah. Uh, Just yours, and then we'll add your dad's in after that. <sighs> I can't even remember. I it was think it's. A, I think it's like yeah. something like close to like fifty. Dude, <laughs> so many rocks. it still blows my mind. I mean, I have like five. You know, and I know which one I'm going to use which, based off of what I'm going for. Well, see, like, the thing is, like, so what, for Do we me, even have 50 different species of fish? No, like, no. I, but, maybe. But if you're I fishing on a Tuesday, you don't use your Wednesday yeah, rods. Well, it's like, right? So my a theory is, so what I like to do is I just like to have all my ro- my rods r- rigged up for, like, all sorts of different purposes. So then, you know, like, if I'm out on the water and I'm, you know, if I'm pulling crankbaits with lead core line counters, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't have to. You know, untie and do a bunch of other stuff. No, I get to, it. You know, but like, does the DNR do they ever pull up and be like, uh? If you have fifty-five rods in your boat, but only have three in the water, you're you're fine. Okay, so. all right. <laughs> they are <laughs> gonna raise an Joe's eyebrow. Just got like sixty like, rods away. all in the water. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, okay, I don't good? I don't yeah, bring them good? with <laughs> me. I don't Luke Johnson <laughs> said I could totally do this. I don't bring them all with me. Like every time I go anywhere, I'll bring like I'll bring like picturing like goofy like just bumping like got like like a big like stack of rods over my shoulder. No, I like I'll bring like a couple at a time, like maybe ten to fifteen on a specific trip. I know it sounds worse. I bring like two. Okay. Two or three. So you're not as hardcore as Luke. I'm not. I, you know you're not hardcore. You've got unless you to live aspire. hardcore. <laughs> but the legend of the fishing rods was way hardcore. Okay. Name that movie. Oh no no uh, uh, um, uh School, School of Rock. Rock. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. Jeff, you just like you don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> yeah. You start talking and I blank. There's a whole <laughs> is done. That is typically how <laughs> yeah. I get through all my conversations. <laughs> I no, everybody I pretty much do their conversations <laughs> with you. You're getting like your coaching like review, and then you just start talking <laughs> about random and stuff. They're, and they're the coach like, is like, "I don't know where I am right okay, now." Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, good, good job. And just to avoid any bad feedback, <laughs> like, like, Joe's gonna yeah. get fired. He's like, he's "I got like, a story about uh, fishing rods." <laughs> and he's like, yeah, "It's like my Jedi mind force." <laughs> stands up and just like walks. Out, like, all right, I'll see you later. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh shoot, we were supposed to fire that guy." <laughs> it's how Joe lasted the first wait. Is that twelve years of his Johnson Jeez, that's funny. Oh, well, Luke. Luke, Luke, Luke. <laughs> I know. It's, it's getting to be about that time. Chris is looking up at the clock like, hey, guys, you've been talking for way too we, long. We've only got this room for another 30 seconds. That's true. Um, but I do want to say that it's been an absolute pleasure mm-hmm. chatting with you once again. Um, well, real quick, for the 30 seconds, it was awesome because uh, when I came back, I went through orientation again, mm-hmm. which was really delightful, oh, was as a matter awesome. of fact. It was, re- I'm not being funny here. It was this my is third time. <laughs> <laughs> in four like, years. It was like, I'm going to quit just so I can go through orientation It was again, my third you know? time in four like, years. I've got this memorized. <laughs> yeah. no big deal. But anyways, it was me, then you, and yep. then 
Angie, what's her last name? Andy's. Andy's, yeah. A- Angela Andy's, who's now on second shift safety, yep. which is something you used to do, Jeff. Yeah, mm-hmm, yep. um, but all of us had worked together, you two being interns, me yep. being a scheduler at the time. It was just like, what is everybody doing back here? <laughs> yeah, really. Like, hey. I saw Angela and I was like, all of a sudden Joe walked in and I was like, he's mm. back. <laughs> yes. It's the same thing I did to you. I was yeah. like, what the? What's going on here? <laughs> hey. But yeah, it's uh, it's great to be back. Bring the old gang back. Yeah, yeah. we we had to get the game. We're gonna start the Freaky Friday shirts again. Okay, I'll start it at Global. You started on third shift shipping. shipping. Yeah. They're gonna they, love it. They already wear weird <laughs> shirts. Yeah, 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 they probably would, wouldn't even have to change a thing. Just so. wear whatever you're wearing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fine, fine. It's fine. yeah, I'll be like, Luke, how you doing? Because we're dominating. Over <laughs> we're, we're already winning. Yeah, but uh, but it's great to be back. And Luke, it's wonderful to talk to you as always. I want to talk to you off mic though, for sure. real, for sure. Jeff, I don't want to talk to you <laughs> off mic. <laughs> but Luke, would you mind closing us off? Yeah, I'd first, just like to say thank you for having me. Um, but it's been it's been fun. So here we go, guys. This is Luke Johnson. And you've been listening to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. supposed to go to me now <laughs> all right wait, no, it was joe's love you think no no no, no, no. okay you know i'll say hey jeff you say hey joe i'll go hey luke